Hello everybody, it is uh, Richard here and I'm joined by... By Jenny. Yeah, and this is uh, once again Fish Flip Podcast. And we're back today again to talk about our new topic, um, Only Child. Or as Jenny would like to put it... Well, we started out by wondering <laughs> about Only Child Syndrome. Right. But after that was quickly debunked, uh, we switched to Only Children. Yeah, we are like, both only children. Yeah, and I think what better topic to talk about, right, than... Something we can both relate to on a first-hand basis. That's right. That's right. So, um, I guess today we're uh, <laughs> looking at, I guess, um, what is it, the conditions of when only childs are brought up and uh, perhaps like how this kind of stuff affects their life and uh maybe just like the personality and perspective of an only child versus uh the stereotypes yes that uh the society has typically yeah. for these kind of uh you know i think it's easy to people. stereotype only children <laughs> mm-hmm. it's as easy as it is to blame them because there's no one else to defend them <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh I think it will become more and more relevant as people have fewer and fewer children. So it's interesting to dig into our experiences of what it's like compared to what the internet tells us it should have been like. Yeah. I do recall reading um, recently that, yeah, like you're saying, um, only children, like families, are becoming more and more prevalent as they're like having less and less kids, I Mm -hmm. suppose, right? And this tends to be like the um, pattern as well for like as all all the countries around the world become more developed, people mm-hmm. are having less kids. So mm-hmm. these kind of like, situations are probably more and more common, mm-hmm. right? Even in China, they mm-hmm. changed the policy to a two-child policy now as far as I'm aware. And mm-hmm. it's not working like magic. People aren't having two kids. It's expensive. Yeah. And it's a modernized country so parents are busy they're working careers coming first their own aspirations are coming first like in other developed nations yeah exactly (laughs) there's more of a sense of uh, personal development Um, I mean rather than what the case was back then where people were just trying to get out of poverty so it was all about getting more more children, more offspring, so that they could have more of a family income, mm-hmm. like a generational income, mm-hmm. um, after the fact. So, so yeah, if you had an only child at that time, then of course there would be this <laughs> stereotype of the child being weird and unsocialized because yeah. you probably were stuck in the middle of rural nowhere. Not the norm, um, right? Just with your parents. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we also figured we crack a couple uh, beers to start us off today. Yes. Um, although we've already gone through some some beers, unfortunately, before we were able to start. Um, yeah, I just had a good work day. <laughs> now, um, I guess let's maybe start out with, um, I guess, my first question. Um, what do you feel about uh, being an only child, having all the attention from your uh, family? All the attention from your family... I honestly feel like being an only child is also the equivalent to being the eldest child in regards to attention Mm. from your parents. They probably coddle you a bit more when you're a baby. They extra make sure that you're not going to die because you're the only one. 
Right. And um, in some ways, it can inhibit your growth a little bit, your personal growth, because mm-hmm. there are these kind of boundaries of safety always hovering around you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful I grew up before cell phones were a thing because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that if I was a child with a cell phone, my mom would always be texting me like, where are you? What are you doing now? Remember, come home at 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a bit more freedom in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, if, if you were in a family with a, multiple siblings... Um, I'm sure, like, your family is, is still, like, concerned about, like, your well-being, too, but perhaps it's just, there's just so much more of that attention being given when you're out there, and I, I'm just kind of saying this from my own personal experience as well, right? Um, having, getting phone calls every time I go out, where I feel like I literally had to kind of, like, slowly teach my parents that, you know, you can leave me alone mm-hmm. and I'll come back just mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. later on. <laughs> yeah. And... I'm knowledgeable enough and I've learned enough, you know, um, on my own and that I can take care of myself, you know, and I, I am also the type to like want to be more independent at the mm-hmm. same time because I'm an only child, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if it's the way that you've been raised, you know, in, I guess in solitude, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of being a kid, then... I would like to bet that maybe you're more prone or inclined to be needing some kind of like alone time, right? You you need your own yeah. space. Um, and that may include like going out to see some friends and mm-hmm. that maybe you finding your own space as well. Your own space because yeah. eventually your parents' attention is going to finally shift off of you. Yeah. And then there's no siblings there to give you attention or to exchange attention with so you become used to and then as you grow up you start to value having alone time which i actually read on one set Mm -hmm. on one website that only children um are independent to a fault yes (laughs) meaning they must have their alone time and you know it's my way or it's no way because they're so comfortable being by themselves that it really doesn't matter if there's a clincher in a relationship it's like I'm not going to bend over backwards for you because I'm okay by myself. What do you think about that? (laughs) Yeah. And I like, I do agree with that. Um, I mean, if I guess the first thing I would think of is like, maybe at least by contrast, if you had a sibling, um, you know, during your uh, development, during your growth, um, as you're growing up with them, you, it, it would be a lot of getting along a lot of settling in between a lot of compromises finding what works for both right both sides of the party um but like being on your own you you definitely get more of a chance to find your own preferences and find your own peaks the way you prefer everything and what brings you to your best self i guess your best feeling you know your yeah. best day um but yeah so like you, you definitely maybe like to some some kids maybe that be, may be like an overshot if they get too much attention and too much catering from their parents so it becomes like you know as 
I guess some of these uh, websites put it that I've seen uh, little emperor syndrome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as in you're the, you're you're you need to dominate the situation this has to be under your control mm-hmm. and I wonder if this like leads to like some of some only children having like a control freak nature well we you know? talked about this just like minutes ago before yeah. we started recording about which do you prefer or which did you prefer in school yeah. independent projects or group projects and we both right. said independent <laughs> projects because yes. i want that fucking control uh, i don't trust anyone else to get this done the way i can get it done and she's gonna be late and he doesn't care so you know what? i'm gonna have to end up pulling ass anyways so mm-hmm. it's just like i might mm-hmm. as well do it by myself and get it in early yeah. Because also they say only children are overachievers. Of course. Because our only our first friends are adults, mm-hmm. and we we spend most of our time around adults. So of course we're going to be teacher pleasers as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, with the fact that you being an only child, I feel like. You know, you, you get very comfortable with your parents, right? And typically, you tend to become good friends with them. Mm. You know, being an only child, like, you f- tend to find what your parents really like, as opposed to having spent time, you know, spend that time with a sibling instead. You spend that time with your parents. Yeah. Um, and you feel like you get on their level, and then, you know, may- perhaps they get on your level too, right? They, they may try to... You know, kind of like uh, get into your hobby sometimes and kind of like get bond with you, you know, much, much more, I guess. Sometimes try to get real into your hobbies in your life. <laughs> yeah. So there is a certain level of that, you know, that's friendly and another side of it that may be overbearing. Mm-hmm. Right. So but um, at least like, you know, if you're having a close bond with parents, you seem like you're maybe under level and you know, if they talk like your friend and they act like your friend, you know, for the only child, they may think like, well, I guess we are kind of like just, mm. you know, equal footing. I, I am an adult. Um, but the, I think the reality is that like, you know, the kids will come to a conclusion at one point or another, or they'll hit an obstacle where they realize, okay, well, you know, this is still my mom or dad mm. and they still have responsibilities mm. over me. Right, mm. to take care of me and everything else. So, but yeah, like they, it's just that they don't. It, it, it's easier to blur that line sometimes, and mm. especially having been been through that kind of like situation, um, I can, I guess maybe speak from a little bit of personal experience. It's just that, you know, if you see yourself as the adult, sometimes when you're hanging out with other people or other kids, it, it would just seem like there's a contrast of maturity in a way Mm -hmm. um not that you are more mature or less mature or anything not to insinuate any of that but rather that you would see yourself as wanting to be more mature Mm. you would aspire to be perhaps more of a an adult right and the thing is i i feel like that's maybe another responsibility of the parents who remind like you know an only child that it's okay to kind of like have like a bit of a childhood Mm. well i think that contrary to that actually um Mm -hmm. maybe not contrary but when i was a child growing up i sometimes would feel like 
certain things my peers did were childish because I always got these lessons from my parents and I was always in communicate with my parents. Um, I think one difference between us is that my parents have about 20 years on your parents. So I was not just an only <laughs> child. I was an only child with older parents. My parents right. were 38 and 40 when I was born. That's pretty old. Wait, how has, yeah. That's so, interesting too. How has that affected oh, like your, yeah. you in terms of you growing up versus me in terms of my growing up? I was definitely a lot. still growing up when you well, were growing yeah, up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> my parents she was trying to figure out, holy shit. She, had yeah. no idea where she was going possibly you know like and just trying to find her place in the world yeah yeah while your parents were probably settled just like well oh, this is what we want to do this is kid time we have okay. some future some dreams of our own time to kind of like create this uh create this world for mm. us and then give our give mm. our daughter something special you know like yeah i think growing <laughs> up not only as an only child but with parents who were older than all my friends' parents, sometimes that factor of feeling like your peers are a little bit immature. Um, oh my gosh, you would have very taken much that true. Just because the advice level. I was getting from my parents was, <laughs> yeah, perhaps this is a generalization, but perhaps not older and wiser than advice mm-hmm. other children were getting from their parents, who were at least ten years my parents' juniors. Oh, so you were noticing a difference of opinions, right? From like, I in just, terms of what people were learning. Maybe that, but maybe not even that. Maybe it's just that, you know, because not only was I getting more attention from being an only child, but also having older parents. My parents had just more lived experience, so they could give more advice on, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think you should do that. Here's why. But my parents also gave me total freedom. Because I made every everything they said not to do, I made all those mistakes. <laughs> and at the end of it, I learned that they were right. <laughs> Did you ever feel like because you didn't have an older sibling that you were a bit behind? Like, So we were just talking about feeling like you're more mature than your peers. But did you ever feel a bit behind in terms of learning things about like sex or swear words or things like that? Because you didn't have that older brother or sister to be like, hey, you're too young to know this, but... Here it is. Uh, that is one thing that I, uh, I've i always kind of like envisioned when I was growing up. Um, it's just kind of having an older sibling. It was an envy of mine really to have, uh, to see myself, you know, hypothetically in that situation. To have somebody older than me that could take me somewhere and teach me something and show me new things, mm-hmm. you know. But being an only child, you kind of just kind of develop your own sense of um, exploration and your your system of learning, right? Yeah. Um, another thing that people think about only children is that they are unable to ask for help. What do you think about that? Um, unable to ask for help, I think that kind of stems from the fact that we... If we wanted to do something, we have that outlook that if we wanted to do something, do it ourselves. Yeah. Because um, if you ask for help, there's that chance of that help not coming through and not coming out the way you want it to. Mm. Um, because you may have a very particular preference for how something needs to produce a result mm. that only you're looking for it. And other people might not understand the significance of that. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah I would say for myself as well this is the one point that I am struggling with is knowing that it's okay to ask for help and it's not a failure like for you to have to ask especially I'm a baker and I'm working in a bakery um, when my boss you know isn't around and usually they aren't around a good boss is not mm-hmm. around they're behind the scenes organizing everything mm-hmm. um, and yeah. then maybe we don't have an ingredient that I need for something or I've never made this recipe before and there's no instructions I usually feel that it's upon myself to just buckle down and figure it out mm-hmm. but um, from past experiences of making mistakes my boss has always said you know you should have just called me you should have just asked for help it's okay yeah. of course you don't know what to do it's, <laughs> it's your first time to do this um, it's a foreign feeling right like like to know that you can ask for help yeah it's like, like you never considered it an option you just kind of like okay well how do I do this how do I do this mm. in your head until I don't know how however long it takes for you to f- get there. <laughs> yeah, that's what you figure out and good work ethic is. I think part of that is also like what gave me personally the um, the kind of experience and the kind of outlook that you go out there and you try and fail as many times as you need to, mm. but you improve upon your failures each time until you get there. Mm. So, like, I I think being an only child, because you don't have, like, that older sibling, as an example, to, like, younger. to, yeah, to beat the path for you, mm-hmm. you kind of literally have to be used to the fact that you will fail, you're going to run into some, some of these obstacles, and sometimes you're not going to be able to make it through, and you're going to learn why, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen frequently. And that's a hard lesson to learn because apparently only children are more sensitive than children with siblings apparently because yeah. we don't have siblings to tease us and yeah uh, make us feel insecure all the time yeah like having a sibling maybe conditions that into you a little bit right but being an only child mm. you have like your sense of like perfection which is another topic for <laughs> only children but um perfection and you, you want to achieve it and there's not not that other voice beside you to tell you like hey that's kind of a funny idea why would you do that well actually (laughs) i was gonna say the thing about not being able to ask for help is because if i needed help my mom would just swoop in my mom would just oh yeah not teach me how to do it she would just do it oh you don't want to make that phone call i'll do the phone call oh you got a hole there you know i know you kind of know how to use a sewing machine but i'll just sew it i'll just do it i'll do this i'll do this don't touch the washing machine i know how to do the laundry i'll do the laundry so (laughs) i think my mom wasn't an only child but she was expected to perform like one to do everything that's just also because of the time she was born and because of gender roles and because of being a post-war baby and all of that you're just expected to do everything i yeah, I almost wish I could see your uncle when he was like younger because all, all, all I see... Slim, he was slim. <laughs> all I see from the side of your family is just your family making jokes and just poking at him all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, he probably had his glory moments too, like when he was younger. Like he must have been like probably amazing at what he was doing. And Pigeon he racing. Just, he probably had a good like career too, but... You know, all, all it is these days is just like, um, like ludicrous notions. <laughs> like yeah. people are just poking at each other nonstop. And I'm just like, 
this is all I know about this guy. Like, because they're all retired and they all live together. <laughs> my parents and my uncle are all retired. They all live together. So mm-hmm. in order to not kill each other, you have to poke fun at each other. Just yeah. Poke, poke it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. Retired. So boy. what shall we finish off with here? Let's do one more question. Yeah. Um... Ooh. Okay. So I know that... Um, it may seem like only children are really, really good friends with their parents, and that's true. And um, maybe in some cases, the children become too dependent on the parents because of being spoiled. But what do you think? Mm-hmm. Is it that? Is that the case? Or do you find that as you get older, you have to wean your parents off of you more than you weaning yourself off of your parents? I honestly feel like I've never been that dependent, and rather just have that freedom because. It- Early, early in my childhood, um, my parents were just n- not around all that much because they were always away on like business, and um, you know I I was only living with my mom, so she was just trying to make uh, a living for the family. So it was me and my grandma, and my grandma definitely had her own hobbies. Being like a a much older senior, she wasn't really. I guess uh, she couldn't do much of the stuff that, you know, that I was uh, doing myself and I couldn't expect her to do with me. Um, And yeah, I just rather be with my friends so I could spend all day out there on my own and it could be nighttime. I could could just sleep over and, you know, I I may even forget to call my family, but of course being the only child, my mom would always be the one to ring me back. So do you feel like you are weaning her off of you more? I have always felt like I was weaning her off of me. That's that's maybe that's just a story of my life, but I don't know about uh, you. I think growing up, I depended on my parents a lot, especially my mom, because she did so much for me. Yeah. Uh, but now I definitely need to wean them off of me. Now that we've become, I've become an adult and we've become good friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Since I moved back to this side of the world, yeah, I, <laughs> it's, it's. But you know, it's also more of the, that I do want to hang out with them more yeah. than I did even five years ago. Five years ago, I was like, "Get me out of here!" Now I'm like, I want to go see my parents. I want to hang. There's out with a, them. but yeah. So yeah, I think the part of that is like the only child thing, but another side of it is like the coming of age for a lot of people in general, right? They have a period where they wanna wanna be independent. You need and, to tell them hard line yeah this is where you are this is where i'm going just but just even just as like a young adult you want that separation for a while until you get older and realize like you really love your parents too but you need to break free if you never (laughs) break free then yeah that's honestly in my opinion where you Mm -hmm. get what people quote unquote say uh maladjusted socially awkward people people who never have their jump of freedom and and never Not wanted that to. I don't wrong know. Wrong with yeah. being thirty-five and yeah. never having done it. It's just um, you never have got gotten the chance to develop your personality without your parents' um, you know parental guidance or whatever. Yeah, I, and I think we we could even just say it as as a personal opinion here. I think to me, personal opinion is that you need that period in your life when you're striking out there. That's on not your even own. like our 
our random opinion like it's been like that for years and years and years like centuries like they used to send because women weren't allowed to do anything they used to send young men you know you go to school and then you go explore the world Mm -hmm. because that's what you do when you're a young man you go explore the world and you find new ideas and you Mm -hmm. shape your mind yeah that was a pretty heavy fish (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that fish wasn't flipped that fish was fucking chucked okay. across the room it, <laughs> it, was, it was only spinning fish. <laughs> it was spinning man <laughs> this was this fish was going in many different directions and it was spinning Pick the, the whole bones time. clean <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't know there may, there may be a more in-depth look in this i feel there's still some things that are i don't feel like we've covered yet but i think we will probably come back to it at another point in time in another yeah. part two if you will not even maybe just only children but i'm also interested in looking at um the stereotypes that we have about siblings eldest sibling middle sibling which gets a lot of really random shit, and the youngest sibling yeah. i'd like to look at those stereotypes too and get some people with siblings on yeah yeah once this COVID thing blows or maybe we'll get a zoom thing going yeah none of my friends we'll have see. nice microphones uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right well hopefully sometime soon then at least all right uh so thanks for uh tuning in everybody uh this has been richard and jenny in the uh, fish flip podcast thank you see you later bye for now